The Bazaar is an explicit radio program. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is the Bazaar Cast, bringing the very best in chat. And there is something in stock for everyone with your host, Robert Christopher. Hello, people. How are you? And Richard Martin. And today we have lots of things to be talking about. It's going to be probably a jam packed episode, but I think we're going to get right in. Uh, we yes. are watching recently uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Robert, I want your hot take to begin with. Yeah, the, the, the take is not so hot. Let's put it that way. Um, it's not a horrible film. It's very watchable. It's a little bit long. I think at 90 minutes, it could have been um, a little bit better. Uh, it, the first half hour just I don't I don't know what the point of the first half hour was but uh, that's not the I'm not being negative I said like uh, dumping on the film there's good stars in it you got John Malkovich who uh, we talked about from Bird Box you got Rene Russo you, you've got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal I mean Tony Collette you got people you got good actors it's I just don't understand the point of making a, a movie where you're not supposed to like the people you, you don't you don't really root for anyone you don't really hate anyone there's no villain i guess if i guess you're rooting for the well he wasn't even a good person either the the art the artist that the people were stealing his art from it's not funny enough to be a comedy and it's not scary enough to be a horror movie so i don't know what it is and what was the purpose of it especially for 2 hours and it was like 2 hours and 2 minutes i think it was too long maybe 90 minutes i get you know you could do the theme of stealing someone's art and profiting from someone's art, uh, quote unquote, selling out, which is, I don't know why that's a bad thing because what you, do you want to be playing in clubs for forever? Yeah. Or do you want to be a broke artist forever? You want to sell your art, but I mean, I guess it's like that selling your soul kind of thing. Like, do, do you, do you have to sell your soul? Do you have to sell everything for profit? Like just pu be be purely profit driven. Uh, I guess that's the theme. But other than that, I don't know what to say about this movie. Other than, um, it was watchable. Yeah, no, I'd agree. What did, what did you What did you think? I'd agree because it was like watchable, but at the same token of like, why am I watching this? What is it saying? Right. Yeah. 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 What yeah. What is the? It's, it's almost like pointless. Yeah. No, because it's. I don't know. Is that, is that sort of what? Is that like what is built into the narrative there of like, oh, this is like pointless art, like this meta narrative, but then is it giving it too much credit? Is it just really just, it just said nothing. Is it right? Yeah, I know. Is it right? Exactly. Is it, is it the point to be pointless or, or are we giving it too much credit or is it just a, just a pretty average film that's a little too long and, um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a very weird thing to discuss because I didn't really hate it, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. I didn't laugh. I wasn't afraid. Is that what art um, is though? This <laughs> Is that how you feel with art? Where you're like, I don't know. Do I like it? Do I hate it? Does someone need to tell me? Cause that yeah. as well. Jake I mean, <laughs> was a, he was a critic as well. So he was telling people how to feel about art as well. So maybe it is all built in. Yeah. But, yeah, but he really wasn't uh, telling the audience. He was telling other people. I don't know. It's it's hard to give without giving away the spoilers, but I, I guess people could. Well, basically Netflix could... and every single Netflix film trailer gives away the full film. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Marketing. Yeah. Uh, so if you've seen yeah. the trailer, it's yeah. basically 
the art yeah, comes pretty much. back to life and tries to kill people. It's like Final Destination, but with art. Yeah, I was just gonna say it was. It, it's if you. This is what you. This is exactly what it is. It's a. It's a Freddy movie. It's a Jason movie, except with art. Yeah. It's Final Destination. You're right. It's Final. De- but just but without any interesting kills. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all that interesting. The kills. I don't think. I mean, I mean, there was a good when he was driving the truck and whatever. I I don't know. But it's, it was even bad. Special it's effects. it's okay. It was like the only cool looking guy was the homeless robot dude like looked interesting oh hobo man yeah. hobo man was interesting yeah i liked hobo man but it, i wish they would have made i wish they could have made him more interesting give him more screen time i mean he does get a uh so it's not spoiling anything at this point because um he does get a kill but it was like just it just what didn't mean anything yeah you know this is the whole point where you where when people say plot or character it, you really need both yeah not not just the theme because I got the theme. I, I it's not like well you don't you, you didn't get it because it's like about stealing about stealing art and about the purity of art. And I was like yeah, but you could be the purity of art and be and be broke. Yeah, uh, you know selling your art in the street and never making a, a profit. There's nothing wrong with making a profit. I guess what he's trying to say is is it does it have to be all profit? Like do you once you've made millions and millions and millions, could you once maybe do something uh, nice with the art because if you notice the uh, John Malkovich character at the end, when he was drawing in the sand, he was like seemed happier and carefree yeah, exactly. and the other characters were so stressed because they had to make the sale. They had to be on top of the world or they had to be on top of the art world or had to be the cool, coolest people at the coolest party at the coolest place. I guess that's what it was saying, but I think we've gone too, too long on this movie. Yeah. It's okay. If you watch the trailer, you pretty much watch the movie. If you don't want to watch the movie, and if you watch the movie, let us know. Tell us what you think. But even the title uh, at the bizarre like, cast. It was basically just such a gut, yeah, like stupid title at the end as well. But I won't ruin uh, it. I know, I know. With the way I know, no, no, it's not ruining it. It's she gets rid of. I mean, we might as well spoil it. Listen, we're gonna spoil it now because there's nothing that there's hardly it's. Even spoiling it, there's nothing much to talk about because nothing really happens. No, you could skim the first thirty minutes and 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 it wouldn't affect the movie. But uh, and I still don't even understand the point of that. What was what was that supposed to be like? She was a, in a, a the, her tattoo at the end. She gets she figures it out that this art is killing these other people, and um, she hires a moving company, I guess, and. Uh, gets rid of all the art. She's like, make, make sure they give her the numbers. She's like, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's like 47 pieces. Yes, 47 pieces. And then the movie ends with her tattoo coming to life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that had to do with anything. Oh, so what does the tattoo got to do with selling out her soul? I mean, I know that was the name of her punk band, but again, um, as as an audio podcast, she was in a punk band called uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, and it was a buzz yeah. back. So the last yeah, she had a chainsaw, scene, uh, not a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah buzzsaw. buzzsaw. Right. So the last scene of the movie was the buzzsaw came to life and buzzed into her back. I was like, oh god, and then just yeah, I, yeah, but I, I yeah, but I, I don't know where where that where that goes because she's you know it's Rene Russo who's I don't know fifty something years old now. It's like was she supposed to be a 50 year old punk artist in a club with nobody. I mean, come on, would you, I would rather have the the opposite, the nice house and the, and the money 
uh, than be in a bar in front of 20 people. What is that? Does that mean that you have some, there's a fine, listen, I know the art and commerce is very hard because you want to sell, you want to be artistic and, but it has to, you want to sell it, but uh, at what price, I guess it's asking you at what price though, though I don't understand the, the punk thing because who wants to be a 52 years old in a punk band making what a hundred dollars a night. That means that she's a a true artist. I don't think that means that you're a true artist. At some point you want to have kids and have a family and have a house and you don't want to be in a, in a van, a a sweaty with four other sweaty people making, making no money and having no food. And yeah. So that didn't didn't make sense to me. It was just something that we watched anyway. And just to kind of segue and tether the next movie together, it's, We'll dovetail. We'll dovetail this into a nice, uh, pretty decent. Yeah. So this is going to be on the theme of art and death and artful deaths. We also were watching uh, Polar with Mads Mikkelsen, and uh, a little bit of background yes. on this one. It's uh, based. It was originally based on a web comic that has just become and will be coming a, a published um, hardback uh, graphic novel series with uh, Black Horse, Dark, uh, with Dark Horse. A Dark Horse, yeah, Dark Horse yeah, comics, yeah. and it was very stylish, I must say. Um, but God, I, tone, yeah, the tone of that whole movie was just everywhere. It didn't know whether it was coming or going, whether it was, movie, <laughs> whether it was Jason Bourne. Like it didn't really know what it was. Really, what do you think about it? another? Uh, yeah, another movie that I would go, wow, I could say so many nice things about this. What a great performance by Mads Mikkelsen because he's so believable as the brooding. It's like Leon the Professional combined with Smoking Aces. That's what this movie is. It's and John Wick. Believability. And what? And John Wick, yes. It is a John Wick. <laughs> because it's... you be, I, like Again, we're going to be stammering and stuck on this because I can't say it was horrible. There was beautiful cinematography. Those shots, like the oh, even the opening shot, uh, where what where did they what did it start again? Chile, yeah. yeah, in Chile they were. It was a beautiful, scenic forest with a mansion. But then as as soon as I saw uh, Johnny Knoxville, I said, "Oh snap! Okay, we're gonna have it's gonna be one of those." And I still don't understand why you make this so silly, comic over the top nonsense. And then you want people to believe it, you know, like he got sniped, what, eight times and the people just unloading their guns into him. And then he's like, oh, wait, I got to get my line of dialogue before I die. Yeah, yeah. It was so cheesy. Oh, it was so cheesy that the group did that. Did that other group of, of um, hitmen, did they not think that he was going to not not pay them when they reached the age of That's 50? That's what I was thinking. When they yeah, got so old? just to fill in the background for those who might yeah, be you, you fill in watching it. it. So the movie follows... Uh, the Black Kaiser, who's Mads Mikkelsen's character, and he's a retiring hitman, so he gets a, a really big payday when he becomes 50. It's like forced retirement. Uh, but then the boss, and it's actually to tie in the the hitman agency was called Damocles. So for those who don't know about the sword of Damocles, uh, that's this, I suppose, fable or story of this sword that hangs over your neck that is just attached by a tiny string so at any moment, the sword can come down and chop your head off. For those who don't know what sort of Damocles is, or the Damocles connection, 
Um, so that's kind of what was happening with everyone. So obviously being a hitman, it's very dangerous and that's how it was working. So he's retiring. And then we find out very soon that this hit squad of young assassins are taking out all the retiring uh, agents, if you will. And that's kind of where the plot goes. And oh, no, it was mostly it was just really him. They were after him. Yeah. And then he figures it out that they're after him specifically. They kind of see he, get, he gets kind of set up and then he figures it out. And then there's not really much story. It's a lot of uh, flipping back and forth between like utterly buffoon nonsense. Comic uh, nonsense, yeah. Comic Sin City. Was that that yeah. was it? Sin City, yeah. right? It was like, like yeah, that ridiculous, like bad. Like you'd almost like okay, I can't watch this anymore. And then it would go to Mads Mikkelsen. Just when you want to turn it off and say, I cannot watch this movie. Yeah. You see Mads Mikkelsen and his wonderful performance, beautiful cinematography. I'll even give some a little bit of credit to Dead Mouse for his uh, his the score really didn't help. It just did that. Oh, I I don't understand. Pick a, a a theme, pick a direction. You got all of this stuff. You have all of this beautiful cinematography. They go all over the place. They go to Chile. Where else? The Belarus. They were in um, Mon- is Atlanta, it Montana, yeah. Wyoming. Yeah, they're all over and beautiful shots, beautiful scenic shots, but just utter lunacy. Like it just didn't make there's no logic involved. It's just like lots a hail it's like a team, John Wick, a hail of bullets, a massive amount of bullets, and then you know, somebody dies and or they don't die. They're like the the guy in the chair that where they just unload, 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 unload. I'm like, oh come on, what is this? Yeah. What is this? What am I watching? I, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to bash on it because if I was 12, like I'm a VHS kid. I watched those kind of toxic Avenger movies when I was 12, not, you don't, this thing was promoted on network television and I'm thinking, okay, Mads Mikkelsen, great action movie. Great. Uh, I don't know. I don't even mind over the top action, but this, it was like a cartoon it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse and and Leon the Professional. This it just went, it switched back and forth so bad that I I don't know I don't know what this is another one of those like squarely down the middle. Was it entertaining? Yes, it was, had a lots of entertainment value, but you just when you wanted to believe, and that hyper frenetic editing, you know, when he was having his dream sequence, I was like, oh wow, just yeah, thanks thanks for the. Uh, Thanks for the stroke for for sending nine thousand images into my eyeballs. It was way too much when he had the dream sequence. Like you know, he had his thoughts yeah. about the girl. Yeah. So my with Vanessa Hutchins. My question, like, actually, with um, you know, the girl because we're kind of going into spoiler territories as well. But he has like five different properties. Like, so the hit squad are going to all the different properties to kill the occupants because apparently they just don't know what he looks like, even though he works for the agency kind of thing. And yeah. he, one of his places is up in Wyoming or, you know, Minnesota or wherever. Yeah. No, it wasn't Minnesota. It was Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming. And or Montana. Yeah, so one of the, the girls he meets. Now, I didn't, I wasn't really sure whether he knew that that was the girl that he basically killed the family wrongly. Did he know? Or was that just another stupid gotcha moment at the end again? No, that, that was another one of the, yeah, that was just another, a lot of lazy. Listen, I understand what works in a comic. And this is what happens to walking dead too. Is like, 
they got to understand that the comic audience is a different level than what's what people that are going to watch TV or read a book. It, it might've been an awesome comic, but it didn't transfer well. And they never really do. If you notice like these video game movies, yeah. none of them really transfer over really well. They're usually no, it's like a kinda, 40 hour campaign condensed into like 90 minutes. Obviously you never get the feel. Yeah. And it, yeah, you never get the and 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 the and I wouldn't even I don't know what to say with the, about the violence. It's kind of just it's so much that it's almost like porn and blood. Like after a while, it just it didn't mean anything to me anymore. Once you're finished, you just want to turn it off. You're you're disgusted at yourself. No, no, not even no, not just, I mean I mean during watching it, like after when they go to the uh, what was his his accountant's yeah. place. Did they really have to beat him up? I mean, the 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 shelf, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, whatever the the file folder, yeah. it was open. Mm. Just go pick the file. Did they have to be? And the cheesy dialogue and the girl. I mean, I didn't care about that. Listen, if I was twelve, but again, in this world, I don't get it. In my generation, yes. If you would have saw some girl in tight hot pants and some breasts and you know squeezing her ass and. That kind of stuff. It's it, it's for twelve year old boys. It's the first time they they probably ever seen a woman in that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I can understand. Like ooh, you know, give them their jo- their little jollies and what what have you. But then at some point, it's gotta it's gotta not. You can't do that six times. Yeah, of course. And have it work. And it just they kept doing it over and over again. They went to one scene and it's like it's a buff the buffoon team of uh, hitmen trying to get the other hitman. And then the, the, the incredibly impossible things that happen. I was like, are you believable or are you not believable? Because when, when Mads is doing his thing, mostly, not all the time, when he was in the doctor's office, it was a pretty, I don't, I don't know what he was doing when they were sitting there eating pie or whatever it was they were eating. I was like, comic book to a T. Yeah, it's comic book to a T. And we'll talk about the, 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 the leader of Damocles. What's his name? Matt Lucas. Yeah, the guy that was in Little is Britain. He supp- yeah, is he is he supposed to be this way? Because, I mean, it was like it was like Batman, the uh, the 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 uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, um, it was. It felt like the only person playing it straight was Mads Mikkelsen, and everyone else was like in yes. this bizarre surreal everyone reality. Everyone else is oh, yeah, and I, that's what I don't get. It's like I would get into like people liked Sin City because it stayed in that world, yeah. but they didn't do that. They went. This guy was doing this over the top bad like you know like bad star trek villain <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. that like that that weird like way cartoon and he's in like and they're all dressed up in like these cartoon colors yeah. everything about it was cartoony i mean well, and what then about when, he, when he got his comeuppance how much of an anti-climax was that yeah he get, wasn't even on screen i was i know, I know. like the best scene was probably was bad. the fat guy in the trailer who just got minced and the other scene yeah. where he's in basically when he has a standoff with the is it vanessa hutchins has a standoff yeah. with her that was a cool scene i was like yes <laughs> give me well, his yeah but it would it would have been way better if you didn't see so much of this nonsense before yeah, yeah. you know like when when there's so much like i don't even know what to call it i mean it's a lot of action so it's not it's not boring like when they do these action sequences, but it's like so unbelievable. It's like one guy beats 500 guys oh, with excuse guns. excuse me, before I forget, How? what is this trope, this TV and film trope of beating 
senseless amounts of minions and guards down a hallway. It happened yeah. in Old Boy. <laughs> I don't know. It happened in Daredevil doing an homage. And in yeah. this movie, there was a full hall fight scene again. What is yeah. it? It's like such a trope now. It's like every action movie has to like cram in their corridor scene at this stage. It's so weird. Yeah, and, and not only that, the the to let we might as well just spoil this whole movie because just to give you context for what was it like? He had four days to torture Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. So basically, the the Damocles torches the hell out of this guy, clips him, stabs him. Tears him to tears pieces. Out his like eye he's, as he's well. Like, so bear in mind, he has no yeah, depth yeah, perception he, now anymore, and he's still like firing yeah, people with guns from like fifty yards away. And like, yeah, wow. so so for, he's tortured for four days, and then and then he turns into like superhero, kill five hundred million guys. And I, I was like, ah, whatever. I don't know. I can't. I, you know what it is? It's like, does it tickle your inner child? Does it tickle your when you're twelve? Like I remember those days when you rent those silly movies, yeah. like. Uh, Toxic Avenger, and you know, just silly movies because you're just you're at that age where you can't appreciate anything that's mature, or maybe you could, but I'm not. I'm just saying you're but 12. It, you, it's it silly. Like, it's not. It's not meant to be. It just felt like three yeah. movies in one, though. It felt like they condensed the source material down yeah. way too much. That it was so incoherent. That's kind of what it felt like with me. But to sort of move on quickly from that, because there isn't really much more to say. No. no. No, there's not. No, there's not. But it, it's not. It really wasn't the condensing. It just was. If it was going to be a Sin City type movie where it's just all comic yeah. bookish, okay, great. But it wasn't that. It, it you had a long stretch where Mads Mikkelsen is is this brooding, you know, believable kind of character, and then you get this cartoonish buffoonery, like, and it's the colors. Is, it's it, it's almost like almost hypersaturated, but not all, not all the way. And then he's like beat to a pulp, and like you said, he, he kills five hundred people. I was like, like, could he could he like recuperate? Could you have some sort of like? Yeah. And then all of these weird shots, like through the through the uh, through the what do you call it? The sniper rifle. You're getting that view, and then he times it perfectly while he's. I don't want to give everything away, but just whatever. You'll just you watch the movie. You'll and see. Then other times it just wasn't. Yeah. So but it's. It just, I, I didn't, I just was like, is, is this really going to happen? Like every scenario was like the most impossible scenario. He's naked and he kills five people. He's having sex and he kills a person. <laughs> I was like, come on. Could you give the guy a minute to get his underwear on? It was ridiculous. All right, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, that's, that, it was so, it, it's, listen, it's not, a, again, this is another one of these. We're doing the hard work for you guys. You don't have to watch these movies. Listen to us. Our discussion is oh. better than the movie. Let's put it that way. Yes. And it's not and it's not horrible. Like if you watch it, you'll be like, eh, okay. You'll you'll find whatever because listen, nobody everybody's entitled to their own opinion. If you but the, the, don't go by these reviews that say it's a ten out of ten, because this is not a ten out of ten kind of movie. It's not even a for what it is, it's not even a ten out of ten. But you will you could watch it and enjoy, find uh, parts that you enjoy. You will find parts that are, probably might test your intelligence. You might find parts that are uh, mediocre to, to your taste. But overall, it's just another, I don't know why did they make this movie. Just other than, like, like I said, it. Uh, oh, maybe we didn't say it yet, that Mads Mikkelsen produced yes, this. He did. So maybe because he, 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 maybe because he got the role or maybe he got it onto Netflix. His acting prowess 
maybe is what got it from comic book to movie. But somewhere along the line, someone had a like who who greenlit this? Who who said that this was the, this is the final script? We're going with this. They just Mads was like, look, you know, I'm a good actor. Like, I like the script. Let's make it. And because imagine if it no, was just saying, Joe Schmo as his character, you'd be like, this is awful. Oh my god! Yeah, you would. This yeah. would be a one. It would, be, it would be a one. You would be. You'd be but, like, this is. Yeah, I suppose yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah, tie the themes of art and death and artful deaths. Wait, let me let me promo this one for, for Rich. I had watched this documentary and I forced him. I told him, I said, Rich, you have to watch this because it's so, I don't know, that may be unbelievable. That it's true is, it's just crazy. So, yeah. So this one, like, this is crazy because you were howling at this, but you're also like, you have to see it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then actually, my housemates <laughs> had said it as well. They were like, oh, you have to watch Abducted in Plain Sight. And I was like, okay, right. Yeah. I'll watch it. This is no wait. Let's let's go on. Let's go on and on about how much I I messaged Rich like seven times, and you're like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Just watch it." Like, it goes you, beyond. You were words telling me nothing because you were like, "Just watch is, it, just watch it." And I was like, "Is it good?" Just watch it. Is just it watch bad? it. And you're like, "Why? Like, what is it? Is it? Yeah. Why am this I watching documentary, this?" And I was like, "No." This documentary is a spectacle to behold. It is beyond <laughs> beyond bizarre because. The subject matter is really, really serious, but the way it's presented to you is like comic relief satire or something. It's like it's it definitely feels like a satire of an abduction case. It is so weird. It, but wait, just but here here's the here's the caveat. It's not usually a documentary is done by someone. Not usually, I can't say that. In this case, this documentary should have been told by somebody else. But since it's being told by the people who did it, you want to f- palm your f- your forehead. You want to do the face plant. You want to do the. You want to like what? What did you do? So, what? Since it's coming out of their own voices, that's what makes it so unbelievably yeah, like so holy I'll, I'll set cow. The scene. So <laughs> very much like straight away. Um, it's obviously about an abduction, right? This girl, uh, Jan got abducted in the 70s by their neighbor wait let's not let's not let's not say abduction okay yeah sure it really Sorry, wasn't, wasn't abducted, an abduction but... it, it yeah. is no 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 we'll stick with it. it they're gonna call it an abduction but it really wasn't that it was just the i don't even know what you call it to be quite honest with it was you it wasn't just a, a if you say abduction to leave would you say it wasn't even a kidnapping wait a minute no no that's not not even yeah. It, let's not. How about we just say it like this? We're going to use the word abduction, but it wasn't like this guy like broke a window and no, stole no. her. So this guy, he, he she was seduced. Yeah. So this guy moved into town. Seduction, seduction. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, he didn't did. move into at town at the start. It was like they just moved into town. He was just at the back of the church. So this is up in Utah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's up in Utah. So yes, they're all like it's a yeah. you know close-knit mormon community they all go to church you know typical 70s americana suburbia and this new family goes mm-hmm. into town and they are saying because basically the show is about this girl jan but they're interviewing her so obviously she survived and everything so right. this is the first thing so everyone who's involved is still alive and she's been on she's an actress and she's been on Actually, television i didn't even know that okay yeah so yes yes and yeah she, so yeah. she's recovered she's had a little bit of a career 
So they made this show, and at the end, I, I'm not going to jump there yet, but basically, I didn't even know they had a book. Yep. They had a book for this as well. But this yes. man was seducing this little girl, and he's a pedophile, like, but they they didn't know what a pedophile <laughs> was back then. Like there, that word just didn't exist. No, 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 pe- no, 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 no. People knew. Just they were so naive. Yeah, yeah. No, this, they were. And the way they went on, but what was it? like? Oh, I yeah. need to just gather my thoughts now for this one properly because. Okay, wait. I'll just tell you what. I'll tell you the reason why I told Rich to watch this documentary because I'm watching this and going, okay, this is another one of these. I have a story, but. I want to make some money off of it. And who do I go to? Because it's real. This really yeah. happened. But it's so unbelievable that you go, why, why, what is this? Why is this happening? Why am I watching this? How, this is not a good documentary. This is a, I, I don't know. I, it's so, it's so easy to say that these parents were, I don't. I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to kick them too hard. But it's like, just to show you how ridiculous this this is. The uh, neighbor guy that's the pedophile, which they te- the brother tells you straight up. Oh, my brother's a pedophile. Yeah, his brother was trying him pedophile. straight under her bus. Yeah, straight on the bus. He told him straight up, and he had tried to go to other families with younger kids. So they told him no. no Pretty much, they they skimmed over that, but they let you know that he that he had really tried to get younger, like very young, like two and a half, three year old yeah. kids, because the pictures they they throw on the screen. But this girl's twelve, yeah. okay. So it's like not that that makes it any better, but she has the ability to think and speak and talk, and it's not like a three year old way, you know. Not completely. It's like, yeah, it's, oh, pretty much. Yeah, it's a. It, she wasn't completely like she could have been like, no, get, like get away from me. But she actually kind of like fell in yeah. love with him. Like they were in love. That's and the way she went on about it though, she's like, I have never experienced a greater love since. She's like, I love this man, even though I know he yeah. was fake. I still have not experienced love so deep. But in all this, so he was kind of coaching her. That's not coaching. What's it called? Grooming. He was grooming her. But yeah. In the, I don't even want no, to say it yeah, was grooming. But he was kind of, he was half. It wasn't grooming because she actually fell for him really hard, really quickly. Right. It wasn't grooming because not only that, he just he, he goes to the parents. He goes to the no. Because this is no. This is what I need. This is what I need to say. So this was the thing. Okay. Go so ahead. it was so ridiculous. So he was seducing the mother, and the mother is being interviewed. And it's like, she's basically like, oh, those are exciting times. He kissed my neck, this and the next. And you're like, oh, my God. But then he went out with the dad. And the dad, it's clear. The dad, yeah. So the dad, as clear as day when you're actually talking to him, he's gay. He's a gay man. So he went out with the dad. And it was this like, oh, I can't have sex with my wife. It's really shit. And it's like, I need to, um, yeah, you can unpack this one. Let me unpack this because... This was the most unbelievable part of it all. Because he, they, if you were going to say he was going to divide and conquer, you could say that, but it really, it's like he didn't have to put that much effort in. They didn't, they didn't put up any yeah. resistance. So, yeah, he had, he, his, the, uh, a pedophile, 
um, trying to get into the home or you, however you want to say, yeah, you could say divide and conquer, but the wife was like, okay, yeah, we had, a, we had great times. He kissed me. I, it was exciting. I was in a boring marriage. Probably wasn't a boring marriage because this yeah. guy's gay. He's probably not, they're probably not have, well, any marriage will reach that point where it's just like dull, but okay. So he gets a phone call and the guy picks him up at his job. Picks up the, the the pedophile picks up the father of this little girl, and the guy is going on about oh I can't stand my wife I can't I don't like her and it, the guy has an erection and now this is the father saying this okay say saying about this incident so the pedophile guy is like man I really need relief I really I I, I need sex I need relief and this guy starts tearing up. And jerks this guy off. It was bizarre. And this came out of his mouth. It came out of his mouth with the hot string music. He's tearing up saying, I broke the vows of my marriage. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, <laughs> this is when I said, this is when I sent like about 18 messages to you because it's set up. <laughs> you got to just watch it. It's, it's, so, it's another one of these. This is going to be called the week of movies hard to explain because you have to see it. You you just can't believe it. It's like the way I would say, "Hey, Rich, you got you got a you got a cigarette? Can I borrow a cigarette?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me a cigarette. Hey, Rich, I need a. Uh, I know people just pay phones anymore, but whatever. Let's just say, "Hey, Rich, can I can I have a quarter for the pay phone?" Yeah, no problem. Rich, hey, we're friends, buddies. Hey, we're gonna go out for a drink. You can buy me a beer. Yeah. yeah, you'll buy me a beer. But never in a million years did you like. And it's he. I don't know if the pedophile guy thought that this knew or. I guess maybe he knew right away. You don't see the father that much in this, uh, like in this documentary. It's not like a, a four-part series where well, you I'll really just get to know him. Because he's obviously an older gentleman yes. now, so he he doesn't sound as queeny. Yes. But they have a few tapes of when they were the FBI were monitoring the phone, and it was yeah, like, oh, Jen, God, yeah. Jen, is that you, Jen? Like absolute <laughs> yeah. queen of a man. So the pedophile guy must yeah, but have known ask, but, straight away. That he was yeah. gay. Not not even it, yeah, but not even that he was gay. He sounded like he was like he sounded like Jan was the adult. Like he became like a well, child. No, he like look, regressed you have to instantly. Say, he didn't like, see she was missing for two months at this stage. Remember. This is like the, at the 90 day mark, she finally got in touch. Yeah, but he also didn't care. But wait a minute, wait a minute. See, because we're jumping all over the place. You gotta remember that's that this pedophile guy went to the father. He divided and conquered. He he had a relationship with the father, if you want to call it that, and he had relations with the the mother, so that they would feel guilty because yeah. of the church and uh, being whatever, whatever. They didn't want to have um, yeah, because that was actually Let's one of his moves. Because she got quote unquote abducted once, and then he was like, "Well, guys, drop these charges. Or I'm going to say that your husband's gay." No, no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to say this first. After he divides and conquers, he tells the father, "Hey, you know, I I I know I'm I messed up, but for my therapy, I, I went to see the psychiatrist and I need therapy. And and my therapist said I need to sleep in your daughter's bed. And then and then he he doesn't agree on the screen. It just says and for the next four you know and for the next six months, this guy slept in her bed four nights out of the yeah. uh, out of the week. So for six months." He's sleeping with her. 
it wasn't like like that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't like this guy was a devious. Well, he was devious, but it wasn't like he was so clever to like sneak her out or no. He was invited like a vampire. Yeah. He was invited in. He got to sleep in her bed. Uh, I don't know how they didn't know what they was were so going naive, on. Though. This is they were still the most naive people. They seemed like. So imagine in the seventies, they just say like, hadn't a clue what was going on. Yeah, but you can't you can't just blame everything on the seventies or it was Utah what in the seventies though. What was naive? Or... Like it was New York seventies, where as you keep mentioning multiple weeks in a row, like the porn industry, the sex industry is everywhere. <laughs> like they hadn't a clue. This guy didn't even know he was gay. That was like he didn't even know it. Well, no, he he was he was pro- he was a closeted gay. He probably didn't want it to be known. I don't. We don't know. See, this is what I'm saying. This is why you need a a a third party to do this in, to do this because these people are telling that this themselves, and they want you to feel sad. And there's this heartstring music, and and you're like, what? I don't feel sympathy for you. You just let this guy walk in and have sex with your daughter four yeah. nights a week. And then they go into detail where he, the the woman, this woman that was, uh, whatever you want to call it, abducted, she goes into detail about how he only stuck his penis in very minimally, so not to yeah, break her hymen. And I, she's saying this yeah. herself. This is not like a, what is it? What is it? What is the word I'm looking for? It wasn't like a title card that came up and said, you yeah, know, yeah. for the next, no, she you know, was graphic whatever. detail. Like, she was. Graphic detail, but saying it from her, her she's yeah. saying it herself. That's the thing that was crazy. And then it gets even more crazy because, like, like we said, it wasn't a really an abduction. He go after six months of sleeping with her. I don't know why he needed to do this. He basically says, you know, I want to take your daughter on a trip. They say, oh no, she's got piano practice, and so he waits, and then he just gets. She goes in the in the well, van, not van. What is it called again? RV. They take off for like 50 days or 60 days. And that's when he's tries, you know, he's, and they're showing this too with like these recreations of her giving her pills and saying it's vitamins, but we all know that it's yeah. drugs to sedate her. And I'm like, what is this? And, she, and in between, she's still saying, oh yeah, I love him. He's great. But she's he's, still saying know, that. She, I've she never had a relationship. Recounting yeah. these stories with a twinkle in her eye. Like it was crazy and then yeah, i suppose was, this, the next point was, that i'm sure you're going to bring up the story that he spun to mm-hmm. get her oh my I god <laughs> this is <laughs> good. no I'll, yeah, so I'll this give this one crazy. to you, you can have so he that. took her out in the rv she was asleep and she was drugged the whole way it was sleeping tablets so she was drugged he had she this voice recorder yeah, and he pretended to be aliens being like female companion the male companion needs to get his rocks off like you need to be pregnant before you're 16 <laughs> otherwise your whole family will get killed and all this and she bought it hook line and sinker because she was like oh my because he was saying like she was half alien she needed to have uh, a child with him to save the world and she was like well i know jesus was you know joseph had to just take care of jesus and god is like the alien so she took it no, 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 no. You got to remember, they're doing the Mormon. Yeah, the Mormon version, but you know, um, same thing. Which so, is the, uh, no, no, it's not the same thing. People, in, the Bible doesn't believe in no, aliens. No, but she, that Mormonism believes that God in this, is that, high above in the sky. So, in her twelve-year-old brain, she was like, "Okay, I must be like really special." And he was pretending then in the next room to be like asleep, 
And then she came in like, wake up, wake up. And it's like, at that moment, I knew I had to complete the mission. So she was willingly trying to have sex with him, yes, then, which was yes. so terrible. It was so yes. terrible. Like he is an absolute devious prick. Well, yes, but it wasn't. Yeah, but again, he, it wasn't like the it's not your typical scenario of the girl who just is whatever, like these horrible mm. scenarios. It's not a I guess it's I, I mean, she's alive and he she's not didn't get pregnant by him. It's so weird because that after let's say the let's finish this off because he did they they were out and about for 50 60 days he crashes he gets he i don't know did he bash the, the car window to show some blood to make it seem like faked, the car was like, uh, carjacking, like yeah. carjacked yeah he faked the yeah he faked the carjacking so he could take off in his thing his uh, rv with her so that they you know and which was i guess you back then you know you didn't really have the fbi and we didn't have the maximum capacity like the way we have today we have computers and tracking and all that other stuff so that you could fake something and 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 you can get away he winds up taking her to mexico to get married and they do get married in in mexico it's it's like legal yeah, in mexico yeah they go to mexico they get married then the parents finally have some enough brains to get it annulled so she's back home for a while and then this guy opens up like in uh uh not an amusement park, but sort of like a pool, a water, water park, you know, like a, like a family friendly park. Yeah. Well, they, they called it, they called it a family park, but it was like a water sports entertainment. Um, let's just call it an amusement park, but there was no Ferris wheel. It was like water. So she takes it upon herself. And then in between you seeing these love letters that he's, she's writing to him and, and he's writing to her. They were in. There was some weird, crazy love because of the ages, like because she was old enough to have that. Like maybe I don't know. It's so weird. Maybe her father wasn't like a masculine enough father that she wanted that male attention. I don't want to go too deep because it's too, it's too crazy to even go there. But after she gets you want to say abducted and brought back home, she leaves. And goes li- and lives with him again. And she was missing for like three months on that. But I suppose we leave it to the audience to yeah, actually pick it up because it actually is worth the watch because it's so crazy. No, 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 no. But we can keep going and they could still watch it because no matter how much we discuss it, it's still not as crazy as listening to these people say it themselves. And then at the end, she tries to like be, she writes this book, which I, I didn't probably didn't sell because probably people thought this was just so ridiculous because she wasn't, I mean, compared to what, uh, you know, other legitimate cases of kids getting abducted and murdered and raped and murdered and all these other horrible things. Thankfully, I, we could say, thankfully she was not hurt in any way. Uh, she wasn't murdered. She wasn't, I don't, I don't know. You want to say, I don't know. Did she want to lose her virginity to him? I don't know. It's so weird. You have to watch this and hear them talk and how she talks about him that, you know, she's at that age where, you know, they're they're interested. So I don't know. It's very hard to put this in black and white. But, yeah, you watch it and you have to make up your own mind, which you really – it's not really making up your own mind. It's more like you have to hear it from them and you'll feel 
and you'll see how ridiculous it no, is. No, I think that's what takes you know, away the impact should, of the actual story is the way they go on. It's like a comedy of errors, yeah. the way, as, rightly, as you said, like they let the vampire in kind of thing. And he just, he, yep. it was literally like taking candy from a baby, which he was taking more than that from her. It was, was crazy. Like it was yeah. crazy. And the way they, I don't know, they talked, they yeah. did talk about him still so fondly. Like the mother was swooning. She was like maybe fainting in her seat thinking back because she ended up having an affair with him for like eight months. And yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And the father wasn't, the father didn't, never, did you see him get angry or No, because he was upset. He he didn't want to lose his marriage because that was like his cover for society. And then we didn't even mention, but wait, your man, Bob, the pedophile, he burns down the father's business and everything. So he like ruins their livelihood. Yes. Oh my no, god! That, like no. there's so much. Wait. There's so much he, in it. He he hires people and he never to gets pinned for it. And he never gets pinned for kidnapping. No, no, no. He does get pinned for it, but they Renee they don't want to press charges. Yeah, they don't want to press charges. Yes, you want to bring up the Zeta and the Theta. That's part of the I think the Mormon religion. They believe in some sort of planet and something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really well versed on that on the on the religious part, but there was no pushback from the parents, and the fa- and the father never seemed like, oh wow, this guy raped my daughter, or I don't know. I don't know. Being it's such a bizarre story. Because if he had to think about it for two seconds, he just would have flipped the lid. Because I know if it was me, he first of all, I suppose I wouldn't right. even be friends with this dude. Yeah, it wouldn't be that. Yeah, <laughs> it just, just would happen. never happen. That's what I'm just saying. It's so. It's like it's like pretty much it's like the pedophile's dream. Can I have sex with your child? Eh, why not? Go ahead. That's pretty much the ease. This guy was no genius. No, he wasn't. This guy, he really just basically they they pretty much put a sign on their daughter like, "Here, you could have a go ahead for sale." He might as well just just asked for like a price. Or just say, hey, listen, you could have it for 60 days. Please please bring her home was, after 60 days. It was crazy. Or whatever it is, because it was so ridiculous that he was like, Jeannie, are you coming home? Are you going to... Like, she's 12. Holy yeah. cow. But then, like, on top of that, she, she was sent to a Catholic girls' school down in Florida, and he was pretending to be a CIA agent and everything. Like, this was absolute comedy. But I think uh, it's time to close up shop this evening. You had a good time. You asking me? No. <laughs> Is that a question? <laughs> no, it's a... Like, do you have a good time? Uh, I don't know. Are they gonna? <laughs> they're gonna... They, they can. can't answer you now, Rich. But they gotta listen first. You gotta get it, mix it and put it out and put it on the on on the podcasting exactly. networks that we're on, and then you'll maybe get, then maybe you'll get a response. <laughs> but that pause. I was like, I was like, were you waiting for a sign? Maybe from maybe God Tita to come down? Tita was gonna have send a, a message time? to me. Maybe they. <laughs> oh please people people no, you rich you do it better than me i'm just gonna say people who listen to this watch watch the the documentaries uh, the, the movies if, if you want to give us feedback and you're gonna tell us that's fine too but on the abduction abducted in plain sight please watch this and please send feedback to the bizarre cast on twitter or on instagram or wherever you want to get it wherever you want to send it email at the bizarrecast at gmail.com uh yes we want it we want your feedback so if you've made it this far into the ramblings uh and you must be a diehard fan to get this far 
Um, there is a link in the show notes if you want to support the show. I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you're a keen listener, you'll find it straight away. And yeah, just show your appreciation uh, and help us grow. And yeah, just follow the links as well to support Robert's music. And until next time, that has been Richard Martin and Robert Christopher. See you next time. End of line.